intro, man. everybody we're live welcome back to the podcast here with john long i know it's been a while haven't done this in forever man yeah kind of it's been uh shit i think i've only been here twice since i got my dog because he kind of dominates my day yeah that sounds accurate dogs will do that man yeah i've noticed yeah. it's like well, it's funny how people always said, like, you know, it's like, uh, what is it, practice for having a kid, you know? Yeah. If you like having a dog, you like having a kid, or if you're not ready for kids, try getting a dog. I never put the two together until I got a dog and was like, oh, I can't do shit anymore. This sucks. Yeah. It like, definitely uh, eats up all your time for at least, like, a year. Oh, it's fucking insane. For like, at least a year, I'd say. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now we're we're at uh, I think we're at six months now. I think he like just turned six months or is turning six months in a few days. He's like yeah. seventy five pounds. No concept of his size. It's just he's just a psychopath because he's a puppy. Yep. Crypto still has no idea how big he is, man. I think that are you guys letting him like be on the couch and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a big couch puppy already. Oh, of course. Well, that's a, I, okay. So I never understood this. So like, you you have a dog. Your the backyard and the house are like that's his entire world. If you don't let him on the ch- chairs or on the bed or anything like that, you're making that small ass world even smaller. Like, it's a dick move, right? So yeah, I let him on the furniture. I agree. And they just want to hang out with you. Right. It's the only reason they want to be on the couch is because well, you're on it. And I got to be honest, I have cats anyway, so there was already fucking hair everywhere. So it's not like that changed anything. It's not like all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, there's animal hair everywhere. Like, no, it was, it was fucking there anyway. That's true. So, I never really thought about that. Well, yeah, because, I mean, it's not like my cats don't shed, and they're fucking fat as shit, so they've been, they shed a lot. They're just huge. Especially yeah. Gizmo. He's like... Your cats are pretty big. Well, Gizmo's like 24 pounds or For something. For cats, they're fairly large. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah. Yeah, I think like uh, his dad was maybe part Maine Coon or something. I don't know. Like, because he's fat. Like, don't get me wrong. He's fat. He's just a big son bitch. But. Damn. It's crazy. But anyway, so is this one yours or is this one ours? Uh, This was mine. I played my intro at the beginning. That's right. You Real professional to discuss it in the middle oh, of the right. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super professional. No, that's it's so uh, funny. No, I forgot yours has an intro. So yeah, yeah. That works. My AZ. This is episode twenty two, twenty three, twenty three. And you said you want to be on the quarter. So I mean, you got to come back and do another one now in like two episodes. Oh, that's fine. Well, I'm I'm be back on Saturday. Well, maybe I'll try to get one in before then, so yeah. we can make it twenty five. Try and invite some hoodlum in here to to do another. I one. might be doing one on Sunday with my buddy Jeff. Uh, like sun so, oh like this sunday yeah two oh, okay. days from now cool so that might work out there you go that'll work yeah and then i'll do it one by myself i need a filler or something yeah and then we'll figure out some fancy stuff to talk about for the 25th pod 25th i'm pretty excited man it's cool doing podcasts though i'm still enjoying it i need to get back in a routine with it since i'm 
uh, moved into a new house and finally have it all set up and shit. I mean, none of this was even set up for like, well, you know, two now or you're, three weeks there. So. You're closer, so that helps. Like, you're still kind of fucking far away, but you're not like compared stu- to you're not stupid fucking far yeah, away. Compared so to you, I'm still far away, but. For a lot of people, I'm way closer. Well, it used to take me 50 minutes to get to your house. I made it in like 25 today. So, like, the difference is exponential. That's that's not bad. It, no, uh, no, it's only bad when um, an hour and I don't a half of fucking, driving though, just to hang out with someone is. is it was a, a lot bit. Worse. It was a bit much. Like well, it was because it adds all that time on both ends of it. So it's like, hey, you want to hang out for four hours? And it's like, well, no. With driving, I have two. Right. Exactly. So, so but. It, you know this works i like this so yeah no this house is definitely closer no it's 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 nice i was like oh shit and i was and then i remembered you moved and i was like fuck yeah all right i'll go yeah i'm really close to <laughs> i'm really psyched that i'm close to work now so, okay how like, far are you from work like i get off at five yesterday got home at five fifteen, and i used to get home at about 605 nice so Depends on the traffic. Like as I'm literally home. four miles. It usually takes me about a half an hour. Like two yeah. in from work takes me about a half an hour. Like, but uh, but I mean I don't live that close to my work. Yeah. Like where we live is kind of in between. Like for me and Ashley. But you know maybe I'm thinking if we uh, next time we move because I know we're end up gonna I know this isn't the house we're gonna be in forever. So yeah. I think that the next time we move that uh, it'll probably be to like Scottsdale. Yeah. Because I don't mind a longer commute because I'll just listen to my fucking audiobooks. I don't care. Now that I got a new car, I don't mind it either. Well, yeah. You don't mind your 15 minute commute? Shut your fucking mouth. No, um, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I would drive my car an hour. Oh, yeah. No. Well, that's it. See, my car has nothing to do. I don't give a shit about the car. The car's fine. Um, I literally it's audiobooks, man. I will drive however distance because i have audio you just enjoy listening to yes them. you're like oh shit if i get 10 more minutes in like there's yeah like there's sometimes i get to my destination and i'm kind of pissed like especially yeah. if like I'm, not, I'm in the middle of a chapter and i'm like fuck i'm like god damn it like i'll actually I gotta like, give this a shot you should try a book in the car you should try we actually discussed listening to harry potter on the way to vegas yeah because sam's never read harry potter fuck off yeah, she she's never read Harry Potter. Right, she's out there watching the fucking one hundred, but she's never read Harry Potter. Right, whatever, that's fine. You understand my my issue with that. When she when she listens to this, just just know that we uh, used to be friends. I don't think she listens to the podcast. It's that's okay. fucked up. I know that's also <laughs> messed up, right? <laughs> um, it's kind of funny, but it's fucked up. Yeah, no. So I've read all the Harry Potters at least twice. Um, I really need to read them again. And yeah, well, the guy that reads the audiobooks, Jim Dale, is amazing. Is he? Yeah, because he doesn't have to like tell, like, I mean, he reads the book word for word, but he doesn't have to say, like, Hagrid said or Harry said or McGonagall said, like, you know, because of the fucking voice he's using, who he is. Like, really? it's, oh, it's trippy. Like, oh, he's so cool. good. His McGonagall, like, is the most perfect voice that anyone's done in an audio. Well, see, that makes me feel better. My my only issue, and I understand, like I was thinking about it wrong initially because my biggest issue with it was that I told her she needed to read it because I didn't think listening to it would do it justice because she already saw the movies and I thought she needed to like physically read the book to have that experience. Mm-mm. But then I thought. 
since she's already seen the movies, she's not going to be reading the book like the way I did anyway. Yeah, where like you're experiencing it all brand new for the first time. Right. Like I read the book and I didn't know how to pronounce Hermione. You know what I mean? Oh, that's fair. Like, I thought it was, like, Hermione or something like that. And I okay. thought it was, like, the weirdest fucking name I've ever heard of. And okay. the first time I ever heard it spoken out loud was the first movie. Weird. Oh, see, and for me, I actually didn't read the books until after I saw the first movie. Okay. So I already knew how to say Hermione. Right. Because I didn't actually... I hated fucking reading. <laughs> like, I used to hate reading. Yeah. Um, And then I watched the first movie, and then I got sent to japan and i didn't have shit to do in japan because i don't know fucking japanese and i hadn't become a full-fledged alcoholic yet so like there was this middle ground where i didn't have anything to do and um i ended up picking up the first three books and i read them in like four days yeah and i was like holy shit these are amazing the first book i could crush in probably like four hours i think well, even the audiobook, I think it's only six hours yeah. or something. It's or, only, or nine. I think it's like two and a, two fifty pages or something. Yeah. Or less. And it's only because uh, his performance tends to make the book a little longer than it normally would. But it's because he's like full on doing a performance. But yeah, he's uh, he's bomb. There are. Damn, I was close. There's 223 pages in Sorcerer's Stone. Yep. It's it's not that long. Only two fifty one in Chambers of Secrets. I am, um, but then Goblet of Fire like fucking it jumped. It's like seven hundred and yeah. six hundred and thirty six. Goblet of Fire was much longer, and then I think well, the, and the font got smaller, right? Yeah, like, I think the sixth one is actually the longest book. Is it? It, it is. I think. I yeah. think so. Honestly, man, six one gets a little difficult. You're like, okay. What's funny uh, is, okay. so I I guess it's funny. I used to hate the fifth one because it's the one where um, Harry's kind of a whiny bitch like the whole time. Mm. It's the one with the Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. With the, uh, yeah, the, the pig like, bitch. Why can't I join the Order of the Phoenix? Yeah. But like what's funny is like, <laughs> I, like when you go back and you listen to it like a few times or whatever, like I've listened to him. I don't know how many times. But anyway, um, when you go back, though, there's like whole sections where you want him to be like, I'm sorry. Did you did you duel Voldemort? Did you do it? No. Oh, that's right. I fucking did. Like, shut the fuck up. I belong in this fucking order more than you do. Like, I, there's so many times I wish I could write like a like a. This is how a marine would say these things in a Harry Potter book. Because there's like so many moments where I'd be like, "Hey, eat a fucking dick. I'm in this shit." Like, right. Ah, oh, pisses me off. Right. No, Harry was always like the uh, super agreeable. Uh, never really stands up for himself. Yeah. He never stands up for himself to good people. Right. Do you know what I mean? He'll, yes. He'll only stand up to bad people, and all the other good people can just shit on him at yeah, any time like they want. all fucking day. And like, I'm like, they the, just... Uh, the Weasleys exclude him from everything. Like, they don't, they don't fucking tell him anything. And, they, like, it's his best friend's family and shit. And they're, right. like, doing all this shit behind his back the whole fucking time. It just, uh, no. Harry Harry won't stick up for himself to good people. You're right. No. And I wish, I really, there's, like, I wish he could go back and, like, start the first book and write it, like, yeah, where he, like, did, like, like, where in the first, very first book, when Dumbledore's like, alas, the first question you asked me is the one I can't answer. I'd be like... Hey, do you, do you know what just fucking happened to me? Answer the goddamn question, man. Like, 
shit. Yeah. I'm like, not to mention, it would save us from having this conversation like five books from now after my fucking godfather, you know, just, ah, fucking whatever. And don't you think, like, telling him he's a horcrux would be, like, crucial info that you would, like, let him know? That, like... You would think, like... It's like, hey, by the way, we're making this entire plan where you have to die, and if you don't... The whole world's going to end, so, like, we're not going to let you fuck this decision up. Right. And the thing is, is that, now, I know why he didn't tell him, though. I understand why he didn't tell him. He's well, a teenager and shit. No, r- right. He's right. not He's not just a teenager. He's, like, one of the most stubborn motherfuckers that come well, along in a long those... time. So, if you tell him he has to die, he'd be like, we can find a way around this. Like, right? But if you tell him... You know, you just have to make the right choices. He's like, obviously, I have to die because he's like, he's like one step below suicidal level of like Optimus Prime, who in every movie is like, I'm gonna give my life for the team or put the cube in me, like. Just- yeah, but it's also like, uh, Dumbledore was like more evil than anyone else in the whole story. Oh, he's Dumbledore's like, total dick. He's like, oh yeah, I was punting this kid's death for about the last 17 years. So, right. <laughs> yeah, he's like, look. Everything like, up like, until now has been leading up to this. He's like, you ever seen a farmer take his cattle to market? He's like, that was me and Harry. Yep. For 17 years. That's exactly what that is. Like, like I, from I the day he was born. From yep. the day he was born. And uh, it's time to slaughter him now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> even his explanation. They're like, why'd you put him with these horrible humans? He's like, well, I didn't want him to grow up to be a cunt. I'm like, sure. But he's still been with these fucking horrible humans yeah. for like... How long it's now? Like, why'd you leave him with the most horrible people on the planet? Oh, uh, to torture the fuck out of him for 10 years. So yeah. when he got to Hogwarts, he was just kind of a little bitch. Right. I, w- <laughs> I was hoping there'd be a fire lit under his ass to do anything to get out of that because fucking it, house. When like, he showed up and he knew magic was real for 10 years and he knew he was a G, he might have an ego. And he might not be so easy to manipulate. <laughs> exactly. And I, I, need it, I need him to be malleable. Like I just I need a I need Play-Doh, not concrete. So like I, I need this I need this broke little motherfucker to show up. It's it's super super fucked up to think about. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. That's why I try not to think about it so I can still enjoy the books. But like there's sometimes where you're like reading them and you're like, man, y'all are some dicks. This this is some bullshit. Like, like when he gets put in the contest and shit. Yeah. And they're like, well, it's the rules. At no point in time are they looking at him like, hey, um. Do you want to be in here? And he's like, fuck no. I this want vor- nothing to this do with 14, this fucking. Yeah. Also, part of the rules is you put your own name in the goblet. Fuck faces. Like- right. So, obviously, if he didn't put his name in, then he doesn't then have he to choose. Enter. So, that's. Ah, fuck him. Whatever. It's, it's literally fine. rule one. <sighs> it's like, it doesn't it's like. So. A lot of it, like, if you just rip Harry Potter apart, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, I, yeah. Did, have you heard of um, that podcast? The. Uh, the Harry Potter podcast. My buddy Dominic just told me about it on my other podcast. Oh, no. They just um, talk about Harry Potter? It's uh, this guy. Um, I'm going to look up the name of the podcast so I don't get it wrong. This guy is reading Harry Potter for the first time. Oh, shit. Um, and he's, he's it's just called Potterless. Potterless? Yeah, so he's Potterless. He's never understood oh my God. the hysteria. So he's like in his mid-20s. And he's like reading Harry Potter for the first time, and he has people on the podcast that like have read it, okay, to like discuss and like discuss the new things he's like finding out of, and like during the books and stuff. And is he just like, what the fuck is happening right yeah, now? Like, I guess just so, like, yeah. oh shit! I actually haven't listened to it yet, but it sounds pretty fascinating. 
No, I would. It's it's. There's so many different things like in that in the books where you're just like, I don't I don't get it. I mean, I get it for the story wise and stuff like that. But like, like when they're gonna go get Ginny in the Chamber of Secrets, you don't tell any teachers on the way. None. Like none of them. Like none. you're not like, hey, by the way. Um, I know where the entrance is. Pretty sure it's a giant fucking basilisk inside. Yeah. Um, maybe we could all go down there and fight this some bitch. Like, like no one. Like you're telling me, Dumbledore, the most powerful man in the world, didn't know there was a hundred foot snake living under his feet for. Well, he he didn't know about years. the chamber. He didn't even know about the rumor requirement though until he had to take a piss in the middle of the night in like the second book or no, some yeah, shit. Yeah, that's bullshit. He's a liar. Yeah. He's a lying piece of shit. Yeah, a whole room full of chamber pots. I don't know if it shows up just when you have to use the bathroom or what. And I'm like, bullshit, man. When he's like, I don't presume to know all the secrets of Hogwarts. It's like, well, maybe you should fucking figure out. Yeah, I don't believe that at all. No. Like in the first in the first book when they're like, oh, in the third third corridor and the third floor or whatever is off limits to anybody that doesn't want to die a horrible death. Like. How's that some shit you say at school? Like, it's not. You wouldn't say that at school. It's just out of curiosity. Do you think that if someone showed up with a Bic pen, that it would change their lives forever? Mm. Like, why? Why are you using quills? Probably. Like, like that. Like, I get the technology. Like, technology is is affected by magic. But a, what fucking technology is a Bic pen? Yeah, they spent bring a little- goddamn pen. Spent a little too much time in uh, the 1700s there. So they uh, released the quarterfinalists of the screenplay contest. Oh, shit. Which one? The one we entered. Oh. You want to look? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <clears throat> What'd we enter? A second chance. Okay. <laughs> we are not quarterfinalists, sir. Hmm. Shocked. Damn, I'm a little bummed about that. Rightfully so. I think that's the first time we haven't been quarterfinalists in one of these contests. Except for the first one. Except the first one we ever entered? Yep, first one we ever entered, we were not quarterfinalists. Damn, man. So, either we're getting worse, or the judging's getting worse. Nah, it's just a script. We've never entered this in anything before. That's true. We haven't. And we did get quite a bit of feedback on it. Remember? Uh, yeah, but I didn't think the feedback was bad. As a matter of fact, like, the numbers were good. Like, I don't know. It's fine. I'm curious. Mm. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not bitter. It's cool. Originality. We did get a seven, though. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like because we wrote a fucked up reverse version of like Big or 17 again. Yeah, it's kind of been done already. It has. I'm not going to be super bummed about the contest, though. I think uh, this script just wasn't what they were looking for. Honestly, I think this script kind of teeters on the uh, balance of comedy. And drama? A little bit, yeah, because we entered it in a comedy contest. And it's... It is fucking funny, but it also gets really, really dark. It's also funny to us, and it's not like a, uh, it's not the traditional, like, stupid shit happens, nothing actually goes wrong, everything's better at the end kind of movie. 
But it is. Eh. Shit goes south, and then everything. But I mean, it's not end. like a humorous comedy the whole way through, is what I mean. It's not like a. Did you see like Girls Trip? No. Uh, fucking hilarious. I heard it's fucking hilarious. I just um, haven't had a chance to watch it. Uh, cock blockers. I haven't watched that yet either. Uh, like that shit. It's just stupid funny. You okay. know what I mean? Like cock blockers is just parents trying to prevent their kids from having sex on prom night. Wow. And it's uh, you know, all the pe- it's like John Cena. Yeah. 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 The, the uh, girl. Uh, what's her fucking name? In all the Judd Apatow movies, his wife, Christina. What's her fucking face? What? Judd Apatow's wife. I have no idea who Jed Apatow's wife is. Yeah, you do. This lady. Leslie Mann. Oh, okay. And it's her and John Cena. It's hilarious. But I'm just saying, our script was not like that. It has Ike Barinholtz, too, I think. Mm. The dude from Neighbors? Yes. Yes, Ike Barinholtz. That's his name. Yeah, he's fucking hilarious in it the whole time. And so they all know each other, and they're all, like, friends because they're, like, kids or friends. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, he knows John Cena and uh, Leslie Mann because they're kids. They're all their daughters are, like, best friends. That's Apatow's wife? Yeah, they've been married for, like, 15 years or something. Really? Yeah. Weird. Okay. I, um... Let's they got married in 1997. They've been married 21 years. That's crazy. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, I um, yeah, I don't really care about the contest. We're good. It's fine. It's a bummer. It's a bad time to bring it up. Yeah, a little bit. It's, I mean, it would have been great time to bring it up if we were actually quarterfinalists. <laughs> I know. Well, I mean, I got the email while we're on the podcast. What's the odds of that? Uh, apparently, they just wanted us to discuss this. I had to fucking look. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to not I, look. I knew you weren't going to not look. I got the email. I was going to look. Of course you were. I didn't want to look without you. But I can't. <sighs> just bitter. It's fine. Um, I understand. Yeah. Really puts a sour mood on this podcast. It's all right. Let's, ta- let's, let's, let's talk about other shit. Let's just talk about other they shit. They got a drama contest coming up. We can enter. Enter letters. Yeah. Good. Letter seems to make everybody that reads it cry. I don't know if that's good or bad. I'm a fan of that, yeah. I like that. So, you know, that's a plus. Man, that pissed me off. I know. God damn it, it's a bummer. It's I like fine. that script a lot. Fuck faces. For those of you that are Ooh, listening. Ooh, they got a sci-fi and fantasy contest, too. We can enter. What are we going to put in sci-fi and fantasy? Hmm. A Waz or... Uh, I don't know. Waz... I guess Waz might work for fantasy. It's not going to work for sci-fi. I though. just kind of want to stick to... Remember what we were talking about? Getting scripts like scored and shit from this company? Yeah. I just don't know if it really fits in either one of those. I mean, yeah, fantasy, okay. I guess it does. Fantasy for sure. If we had listeners, I'd ask them. <laughs> I got some. This podcast is getting a little better, man. Is it? Yeah. All right. Um, well, in that case, um, each episode, I'm, I'm averaging around like 70. Okay. So um, I wrote a horror version of The Wizard of Oz. Okay. Right. Ultimately, the uh, Tin Man's a serial killer, Scarecrow's a priest, the lion is a lawyer. Lawyer. Apparently, I say it as liar. And Gale is my version of Dorothy. I kill them all, and it takes place in purgatory. And in purgatory, 
Death is the only one that can let her go back to the living. So they go on. A, she goes on an adventure and meets them along the way. Um, meets up with Death. He tells them that she won't be sent back until they kill the dark angel that is hunting them that they think is the devil. Mm-hmm. And so I it's mainly horror. I guess horror adventure, if that's a category. Um, but uh, cinematic book contest. Anyway, hold on before we get off track. Um, so if you think that fits in fantasy, then tweet Jeremy that that fits in fantasy. But oh, uh, yeah, MIAZ podcast, hit but, me up. Yeah, but it is definitely. Uh, I've I always considered it horror, but I guess fantasy would work too. But anyway, what's that contest? Cinematic book. There's nothing to click on, but it says it opens September fifth. You could enter Waz if you wanted to. You could enter your book in a contest. Hmm. All right. That'd be cool. Yeah. September 5th. Look at all these. They're actually adding a lot more contests this year. I see that. What's the public domain? Dude, public domain script contest. I know. This is the one I told you about. Remember? That's literally where uh, 100 Acres goes. I had a whole conversation with you about this. When? Through text. You were talking about public domain. I didn't know you, it was a contest. Yeah, I, thought I sent you, you just, this link and was like, dude, there's a public domain contest. No, I thought that you literally just uh, uh, like finally figured out what the fuck public domain was and you were super excited about no, it. No, 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 no. I didn't know that you, there was a contest. I said I started looking up possible, possible things to write because of this contest. Oh, okay. And that's when I figured out. Remember we were talking about Dracula and Sherlock Holmes and oh, all this yeah. shit that's public domain? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, like, uh, isn't Alice in Wonderland public domain? And I am fairly certain. Yes, Alice in Wonderland is public yeah, domain. I think we could write some cool shit. I mean, obviously, we're a little late for this year because the final deadlines in three days. But right, right. But uh, but yeah, that gives us something to shoot for. Um. Yeah, next year. All right. I think well, we need to start giving ourselves some deadlines for writing like this shit and be like, okay, well, we need to have a public domain thing written by next year. Okay. You know. I'm okay with that. We just got to figure out what story we want. Now, there are about... I would fucking love to write Sherlock Holmes, bro. Fuck no. Sherlock Holmes has been done to death. I know, but I would love to write one. There's a lot of them I would like to write. We were talking about Dracula. If you want to write one. I'd love to write a Dracula movie. Yeah, but uh, no. Just, okay. It's not that I... It's not that I'm opposed. It's that those two have both been done so many times in so many different ways that there's no... There's no original way that people are coming about it. If you come up with a totally original way to come at like even even what Sherlock Gnome they made a fucking cartoon like if you can have an original way to come at either one of those or Frankenstein for that matter cuz that one's in there too if you if you can I will I will help you we will well, yeah write, I mean it's a public domain contest we're not going to be the only ones writing the Sherlock Holmes thing Exactly. We're not going to be the only ones writing Dracula. That's why we it need has to, to be not fucking that. legit. That's the thing. So, there's probably fifteen thousand titles that are part of public domain. Like, have you ever got one of those like uh, free book things? What if we picked a public domain song? And what? And wrote, wrote a, a movie? Book? Yeah, wrote a movie off of it. Um, that'd be pretty original. 
it, I think that you would have even if it was like a nursery rhyme song or something. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, you're good at that. You're good at making up that sh- I'm, fucked up shit. I'm I'm good at ruining childhoods. Like, look, um, Alice in Wonderland, uh, Land of Oz. I think that you would be better if you wanted to do a song. I think it would be smarter if you found an artist whose most of their songs are in public domain, and you created a musical based around all of those songs. I mean, should we just beef up Waz? We could. I mean, we can turn... Because uh, the screenplay for Waz sucks ass. I openly admit, like, the book is great. No, but that's I what I mean, book. beef it up. Like, we could probably team up and write a way better script. Well, yeah, because... Uh, well, that's the thing. I mean, we can... The script... The book pretty much writes like a screenplay. It does, for sure. So it, it reads like a movie. But the thing is, is that the screenplay for it, though... I fucking I fucked that shit up. It's shitty. It's way way too long for a horror movie for one. Because half the time, if you see a horror movie that's over like an hour and fifty minutes, you're kind of like, why? Yeah, it needs to like, be like an hour like, uh, forty. The, um, the Cure for Wellness. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's too I, long. I did not see the Cure for Wellness because I saw it was two hours and twenty minutes, and I was like, that's not a horror movie. It' very difficult to watch. Ooh, Three Musketeers is public domain. Yeah, that's been done to death, too, and in a lot of shitty ways. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. The only way you could do Three Musketeers and do it originally would be to make that shit in space. David Copperfield. <laughs> and that would be bad. War of the Worlds is public domain. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes. So y- Peter Pan. Oh. The um, Odyssey, dude. I would write an Odyssey movie for sure. Being, being that you do occasionally have a listener, I won't tell you my idea about... Um, War of the Worlds until after we get off this. Dude, Invisible Man. They're making an Invisible Man with Johnny Depp. Because oh. they're trying to do that that monster. Um, they made Dracula Untold and then yeah, they made The Mummy with Cruise. I'm sick of that shit. I don't care. See, I kind of love them. But I love the old monsters. Those like, movies aren't good. The Mummy was not good, dude. I was entertained. No, it's not good. I openly admit it is and not the good. The fact that they introduced Doctor Jekyll in, at the end or whatever—it's <laughs> not at the end. It's like through like half the fucking oh, yeah, movie. It's, yeah, it's like I guess halfway through. And don't it was wrong. stupid as fuck. I was like, really, really, why is he in it? Why? <laughs> they did better than League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, so that's dude, really all it I was stupid. And they did better than Van Helsing. The whole monster movie world thing that they're doing is just like like why can't i do that why can't we just write those fucking movies these people are garbage and why they, do they have jobs well that's a valid question is it because they're so old like the studio execs are just too fucking old still like well no uh, maybe because that's the thing is like they even they're like there's no reason you couldn't have a monster universe they want to make there's, like safe shit but they're not doing it right at all and yeah. they gotta pull their heads out of their fucking asses. Like it just makes me mad. Because I want to love those movies. House of Frankenstein, like what, nineteen fifty two? It's one of my favorite movies. One of my favorite movies. Because you had Frankenstein, Dracula, the Wolfman, and Igor's creepy ass all in the same movie. And they'd never done that before. That was fantastic. I love that. Like, don't fuck that up. Like that's what Van Helsing tried to do and Van Helsing's not good. It's really not. Like, I wanted to like Van Helsing. I've even watched it several times in hopes that I would eventually grow to like it. 
I just don't know just why people can't, can't write good storylines anymore. Well, like, um, I can tell you part of it is that nobody has any clue how to end a movie anymore. Mm, that's true. And part of the reason that no one can end a movie. Here's the thing. You know what? I don't even know that that's true. I imagine there are tons of writers out there that absolutely know how to end their stories. I think that the studios and the producers are keeping open-ended fucking just wide open ambiguous endings yeah. so that they can hopefully have a Get sequel approved for a sequel. Exactly. And like so they're I don't they're think making you should write movies like it's no, going to have a sequel. You have to write the movie so that it's it's a solid movie all by it its own. And if it's out. good enough, you can make a whole new story. Yeah. You can make a whole new story. Like that there's no reason that to, that you can't end that shit. Yeah. Like look at the original money, Mommy, the r- one with Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. They wrote that as a solid individual storyline. What they did for the sequel was just invent a that's reason why, for this to happen again. That's why I was so satisfied with the ending of Infinity Wars. I didn't see it yet. Uh, Don't tell me. And how are you satisfied with the ending when there's clearly a part two? T- no, fuck it. We're not having this conversation. Well, because um, they didn't announce it like there was a part two. Okay. So I they mean, actually. They just, I mean, it just ends and you're sitting there like, that's the fucking end? Nice. Okay. And, uh, I mean, you know, yeah. but, um, like, uh, it's across the board, man. It's all these movies, like the Han Solo movie that came out. I didn't like, I didn't get like emotionally attached to Han Solo. Do you know what I mean? Like they didn't write. Well, for a, starters, they chose the wrong fucking dude. I don't care about that, but they didn't write a good enough story where you actually give a shit that he like grew up as like a slave boy or whatever. And like, well, got into this like life of fucking shit like I, you don't like i don't care the whole movie i was watching it like if i didn't know he was harrison ford in the future i wouldn't care about this guy well and i i gotta be honest so like i didn't want a backstory for han solo i, I didn't, didn't see i didn't see the movie but like it's not that i didn't think they should do it i literally did not want that backstory because i don't want to know where he comes from yeah like that's what made him who he was is that you like he had a little air of mystery like, when she says, I love you, and he says, I know. Like, you don't give me a backstory on somebody that's that fucking and, cool. And this, like, don't. Just fucking stop. This didn't help that either. Nope. Um, I heard this fucked it up. It did fuck it up, in yeah. my opinion. It kind of fucked up who he was in the future movies. It doesn't really correlate. The stuff that happened to him, it doesn't really make sense as to why he would act like that. It it makes sense a little bit as to why he would be standoffish towards Leia. Kind of? I don't know. But like I said, they didn't write an emotional connection to his character, so like I didn't care. I was just like, this is stupid. And a lot of my friends, people I've talked to, have said their favorite part was one scene with someone who carries a lightsaber in it. Okay. That's as vague as I'll go with that. Oh, you're not going to ruin it. I don't give a fuck. Oh, okay. I'm the, I have but, no intention upon watching that movie. But, like, I was just like, how's that the best part of a Han Solo movie? Is people were like, they showed a fucking a Sith guy uh, for like 10 seconds. Five, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't. It's not. Uh, you know what? Okay. I think that Star Wars succeeded for so long. The same way that Firefly has succeeded for so long. I know you still haven't watched it. I have not. Yeah, because deep down inside you hate me. 
And you don't if you want to walk out of here and tell Sam that we need to make it a priority, I'm sure she will be like, okay, we'll, we'll do that. All good. I, I'm going to tell her. I'll tell her. Because she loves care. that. Yeah, because she has good taste and yours is absent. She has good taste. I mean, that's... Well, except for she's fucking watching well, 100 right now. Picture boy over whatever. here. It's fine. Well... Never mind. She now has questionable taste. I don't think about that. Um, <laughs> no. Up. So, like, okay. Firefly succeeded because it didn't live long enough to fuck itself. Yeah. No. Uh, Star Wars is going down the path of fuckery right now. And that's because we used to get, what, a Star Wars movie, like... Every four years. Every four years. Not even. And then we, once... We didn't were- get any Star Wars movies my entire life until... They revived it in the '90s and said, "Hey, yeah. we're making fucking new ones." Exactly, and that's the thing. So, like, they did. So, and they, then it was every four years. Yeah, and and then it went away again for a long time. It was it, just the twelve-year sequence of three movies, and it was hyped as fuck, and you couldn't wait for it. And now it's every year, and no one cares. Yes, and now the, the you're starting to not care as much because it's becoming oversaturated. So now they're doing all these little side stories and stuff too, and it's like, what? like, don't get me wrong. Rogue One was a great movie. Rogue One is a great movie. I didn't need it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like... I agree. No, and then um, what Ryan Johnson did with Last Jedi, like, what a colossal piece of shit. Like, that guy's a fucking cocksucker. Like, I'm not even a huge Star Wars fan. Like, I like Star Wars, but I'm not, like, the diehard fans. So, like... But that dude's a piece of shit. Well, they keep doing things in the movies that ruin the other movies. But that asshole made Looper, too, and that was a piece but, of shit, too. But do you know what I mean? Like, he wrote so many, like, plot holes into that movie for the other movies yes. that you're like, no, man, what the fuck? Because like, he's a piece of shit. She flies that ship through their fleet of ships and kills them all yeah. at the end. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the first thing I read online is people are like, you're telling me they could have killed every Death Star by flying one ship through it at light speed? They just never fucking did. Right. Or like, that's a pothole in every Star Wars movie they've made. Or I don't know, you have Carrie Fisher who's dead and you don't let her go out in a blaze of glory. You let Laura Dern, who's been in the series for five fucking seconds and no one remotely gives a fuck about, go out in a blaze of glory. Like, fuck that. And then why she, she flying into the. Sh- it's oh, such a piece of shit. It's stupid. It's fine. It's fine. It's a, a, a buddy of mine, Mike, said that I know why that entire planet at the end was made of salt because he knew that he was like trolling the audience. And he's like, because the planet is as salty as all the fans are going to be when they watch this piece of shit. Wow. And I was like, and at first I thought he was like joking, but like the more I think about that more the movie, the more I'm like, maybe that was it. Maybe he was like, let me give you a symbol yeah. hey, of your, your fucking saltiness. There you go. So, because... No, I agree, man. It's it's very... The guy ruined the fucking... That movie. But it's like... <coughs> they keep talking about making more Star Wars um, without, like, Jedi and shit in them for the spinoffs. Okay. You know, like, other characters, like Han Solo and stuff? Yeah. And I'm just like, do, do people miss the whole point? Like, the coolest part of Star Wars... Is when they use their fucking superpowers called the Force. Yeah. And they have lightsabers yeah. that are unlike weapons we have on Earth. Right. And they spin them around and deflect bullets with them. Yeah. And throw people through the air with their mind powers and shit. I, I gotta be honest. Like, it, that is the coolest part of Star Wars. Even if you came to me and you said, 
Look, that Han Solo movie was like watching John Wick with a laser beam. I still wouldn't give a shit because that's not. I want fucking Jedi's. Yeah, like that's not. I want like now they're gonna I want make lightsaber a, battles. Yeah, now they're making the Lando Calrissian movie. Who cares? I don't remotely give a fuck. Who cares? Like I gotta be honest. Like I will say this: that one's more interesting to me than Han Solo because you're not ruining anything for me because Lando's in it for a total of like. 20 fucking minutes out of the first three movies like you know fuck it you're not ruining anything but like who 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 fucking uh, i just don't who's going who who cares about lando calrissian no one no one like he i i gotta be honest when he when it was billy d williams i almost cared because billy d williams is a fucking pimp that dude's the shit but <laughs> but now it's donald glover like that he like he's not having fucking, I don't know paintball at Greendale. That's where Donald Glover. But it's belongs. just who cares like about like Star Wars is Jedi. Like go back to like show us like five hundred years ago when like the Jedi were duking it out with the Sith and like show us like a war movie Star Wars style. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Yeah, like, like saving do a World Private War Two movie. Yeah, yeah, like saving Private Ryan with do like World lightsabers. War Two style, but with fucking lightsabers, man. Like I want to see that shit. Like yeah. give us a rated R movie. We know that it works with Deadpool and shit. Yep. Like get it graphic as fuck. Like it show us lightsabers chopping body parts off. Like that's what people yeah. want to see. Like. Uh, I just don't get it. Like, give us a spinoff movie that's worth watching. Yes. Give us a Darth Vader movie after he became Darth Vader, before he destroyed everything. You know what I mean? No, I don't care about that one either. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. something fucking that's worthwhile. Yeah, like, follow characters we actually... A Darth like, Maul movie would be sick. Obi-Wan Kenobi would be sick. The Jedi Temple... Uh, like a prequel would be sick. Yeah. Or even if you're going to do the Jedi Temple, do like a TV show. Like follow all those motherfuckers around. Do a Yoda spinoff movie. I'd watch the shit out of that. I, uh, like young Yoda. See, okay. My only problem with <clears throat> young Yoda is that, was it the second one? Was it Attack of the Clones? Where he was like jumping around like a rabid fucking chimp. Like yeah. I don't need that shit in my yeah, life. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they'll just do more of that because they can't do anything serious anymore. Like everything has to be like, like, uh, so black Panther, let's talk about black Panther for a second. Um, I don't, uh, like that movie. Yeah. Um, one, the only characters that I like the, actually the only main character that I really liked at all was Michael B. Jordan. And everybody's like, well, he was the bad guy. I'm like, I don't know. He had like a rightful claim to the throne. It doesn't matter. Anyway, what we're talking about is the fact that every scene where they're fighting in their suits looked like a goddamn cartoon. Like they did not fucking like they did a disservice to that movie and they shouldn't have. And (laughs) I, I like the effects were appalling. In comparison to every other Marvel movie, I'm like, did this one get a budget of $10? Like, why the fuck didn't you try? Like, everything Maybe. looked like a goddamn cartoon. Maybe. Fucking hate it. It was a lot of green screen. It is interesting that, like, they went to... Like, those movies are basically, like, 90% shot on green screens now. Right. But you like, know what I mean? Okay, but, like, okay, Thor Ragnarok. None of that looked like a cartoon. That's funny. And it, sh- there are parts of that that probably should have looked like cartoons. Still didn't. Looked real. Thor was fighting a goddamn giant dog. Yeah. That did not look like a cartoon. But you can't have two dudes in a black suit... Not look 
like the fucking light scene on fucking Blade 2. Like, you don't even know what I just said. I don't dude. know. So in Blade 2. Yeah. There's a dir- light scene Directed by Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. There's a fight that happens with Blade and these two assassins mm. in front of a set of lights. Mm. And it's the the it, it's like tied with Neo fighting the 100 Smiths as the most cartoony fucking fight scene in the history of fucking movies until they had fucking Black Panther fight Michael B. Jordan. Mm. Like, and then they killed him off. Like, really? That dude was the shit. Rifle yeah, fucking I air. Mean, it's a Marvel movie, though, man. I mean, he could come back. Uh, that's true. It, I mean, it only takes... I mean, after Infinity Wars, I mean, that's like... But then, okay, but here's the thing. If they bring him back, they're literally taking away the only thing that was worth a damn in that movie. Because his death was... The way that they played out the character was <coughs> well done. Yeah, but it's like, how many times have they killed everyone else in movies? Like, Oh, I know. We're, I, I know. You know, which reminds me, I watched a really good movie this morning. I watched Super Eight. You did, yes. So it's funny when Super Eight first came out, I did not want to watch it because I thought that the reason that Lost sucked so much ass was because of J.J. Abrams, but it wasn't. It's because that Lindelof asshole, like J.J. Abrams, is a shit. But I didn't realize this until I saw Super Eight, and I was like, "Holy fuck, this movie's amazing." So it'd been like six years and I forgot about it and I rented it at the store because I have a video store next to my house. Yeah, that's really weird. Primitive. It's wonderful. So I went and you read feel it. feel right at home. Goddamn right. Because yeah. I'm, I'm pretty primitive. So I, uh, I went and rented it at the store. I watched that shit this morning and I was like, oh my God, this is pure gold. And he even like the kids in it are like, oh no, I have to add this because... Like, a love story makes the story more believable. And they're like, why does it make more believable? They're like, because then you actually care about what happens to them. And then they do what they say. Like, it's just uh, such a well-written movie. But we don't... Those are so so few and far between. Yeah. Anymore. They are. Like, there's... I mean, there are some that are great. (sighs) But nowadays, like, it seems like in order to have a well-written movie... It also has to be the most depressing fucking movie you've ever seen. It does. To where like, you don't um, necessarily want to watch it because I'm like... Do like I, A Quiet Place? I haven't seen that shit yet. Ooh. I heard it was amazing. I heard it's amazing. You're going to enjoy that. I didn't go to the theater because I didn't want to hear every single fucking noise that everyone around me made. Because See, I don't have the I patience heard that, for that bullshit. And I went into that thinking the same thing. And that didn't happen. I, I know people who said that and they're like, yeah, it was really quiet. And right. Like, but see, I usually only go to the theater um, that like serves your meal with the movie where the like little guy like ducks and, and runs you'll across hear all that for exactly sure. and so i don't want you'll that hear shit people talking to leaders yes and i don't situation. want that shit yeah so like and that's mainly because <clears throat> it has the assigned seating and everything so most of the time you don't get people like sneaking into shit i only went to one of those with sam and um i did not enjoy the food which one did you go to? Mm, like the AMC downtown or something. Uh, try the Studio Movie Grill one in, in uh, Scottsdale. Mm. They actually have really good fucking food. Like I actually go buy that. That's where I bought my car. Okay, you should you should stop in there. Their food is really fucking good. Okay, we're gonna have to check out that one. Yeah. Yeah. Now that we live closer, we can actually drive to places oh, like Scottsdale. Okay, let's stop talking about movies for a second. Yeah. Hold on. We let's get talk caught about, up in that. Uh, we'll get caught up on that in a second. I. 
have yet to ask you about this sleeping in the fucking space bean pod bullshit. Oh, what the, 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 sleep, the, the, the deprivation tank. deprivation yeah, tank the, or, or they call them float tanks float tank. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to know about this float tank because everything yeah, yeah, I've yeah. read has been like, you know, that uh, the water is made at like the body temperature. So right. after a while, you don't even know it's there. And that right. it uh, helps. It'll help you relax to the point that like you feel like your mind's more open, blah, mm. blah, blah. I've yeah. also heard that it's really good for your like. um your circulation. Yeah. I've heard that it's good for your muscle relaxation because mm-hmm. there's literally no weight on you at all. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say to you about my back. Made my back feel really good. Yeah, I didn't know what you were saying. So anyway, tell me about this experience. Yeah, so for people who don't understand, I went and did a float pod, float tank, uh, like True Rest Tempe and, and Tempe AZ. Uh, so it's like a the pod that you get into that has salt water it's like if you've seen stranger things it's like that it's a deprivation tank um, so a thousand pounds of epsom salt mm-hmm. so that you float so it's on pretty top. cool like you so you pay for an hour you get your own room you shower beforehand and shower afterwards so there's a private shower in there you have all the shit you need you put earplugs in so you don't get like salt in your ears and all that shit um there's like a a pillow for your head if you want to use it so like you don't feel like you're gonna like drown in there so you have something to like keep your head up you know like because you can fall asleep in it yeah um because you're perfectly buoyant so like you get in and you close the pod in and so it plays like 20 minutes of music or 15 minutes of music and then it goes completely quiet and you can either leave the light on or turn it off i had it off uh almost the whole time i turned it on like once because i was like starting to freak out a little bit what? Yeah, I was like super high. Um, I don't even think I need to be high to freak the fuck out. Yeah, it was in super that high. Tank. No, no, but it didn't. It didn't. It just felt to me like laying in a bathtub with the with the like the lights off. You know, it didn't feel like scary. Like, uh, like it was really easy to push the lid open and like you know I knew where it was the whole time. It's not a big thing, so it's not like you're floating around a whole swimming pool like getting lost. It's like just this little area so it's not like that bad and it's only 10 inches of water or 12 inches of water so like i tried to touch the bottom a couple times but i couldn't like i couldn't force myself to get down there what because there's so much salt because you're that buoyant yeah i couldn't like force myself to hit the bottom like my whole body i could like force my butt down but i couldn't like float down to it it was cool um, so yeah, man, it was just like this, uh, I mean, it, it did make me do all those things. Like you said, I, like I was super relaxed. Um, like I was super sleepy all night afterwards, like just super, I was also super high, but, uh, like I couldn't stay awake that night. Like I just couldn't, I was like, I okay. have to fucking pass out. All right. Um, and, uh, like it made my back feel really fucking good. Like I've never felt my spine like stretch so much like naturally because i'm just super buoyant even swimming's not like the same you know like it's like your body is totally just floating and so like i like like did kind of like twisted and shit and like cracked my back a bunch just like naturally by moving so it felt like like i just popped like a bunch of like limbs and shit and like loosened up Hmm. and like they tell you not to move but i was kind of having fun in there so i was moving a bunch um and then, like, yeah, I, like, relax and just lay there, like, almost still for, like, you know, half an hour. And you do just kind of, like, drift in and out of, like, thoughts. And, like, 
I don't know. It was just a super trippy experience. It was pretty weird. I don't know if I would pay for like a membership and do it regularly. If it was cheaper, maybe. How much is the membership? Uh, it's like 60 bucks a month or something. Oh, that's better than I thought and it'd I be. I think it's like you can float like, it's like twice a month or three times a month. or Okay. Something like that. I don't know. It just seems really fucking strange to me. So yeah, no, it was pretty. It was pretty weird. But a lot of people do it, and I mean, they had like an oxygen bar afterwards. Sorry, what? Yeah, an oxygen bar, so you can like put like oxygen up your nose and like you know like. I don't know. It was weird. What? Why would you? Why like would increases you like <laughs> increases oxygen to the brain and like blood flow or something. I don't know. I don't know. It was a trippy experience. They had a salt room that you go into. You didn't get like, enough salt in the water? To like uh it's like first. It's like a, like a little spa room. Okay. Yeah. It's like it's it's an interesting experience, man. Hmm. Interesting. I would give it a shot, like if you're interested. I asked Ashley what I thought what she thought. I was like, Hey, you ever want to do a float tank? She's like, What's that? I was like, kinda like what they did uh in Stranger Things. And she was like, What part of Stranger Things would you want to act out in fucking real life? And I was like all right, you win that one. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I was like, that's that's totally fair. No, it was pretty crazy, man. It was definitely not what I expected. I definitely didn't feel like as crazy as I thought it would. I thought I was going to like have, you know, some crazy, like, I don't know, illusions or like yeah. I was going to go into some deep thought or like it, it really is just supposed to be like a relaxing place to like collect your thoughts or kind of do whatever you want to do. Like they say, you're supposed to just try to empty your brain and just enjoy it. But I was like, fuck that. I'm going to like, think about shit in here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it, it could kind of be for whatever you want it to be for. Right. Like a lot of people just use it as like an hour to like meditate and like not think about anything, you know? But I was like, now I'm like thinking about screenplays and shit while I'm in here. Right. No, and that and makes so sense. Cause like, doing. even you telling me about it, I was like, I'm gonna write a story about this fucking float tank. I already know that. So I already started it. Right. And so like Joe Rogan said, like when he does his, he wanted to figure out like a way to like put a recorder on the top so he could like talk to it. Nice. To like put his thoughts, like that makes sense into the recorder. And yeah. I was like, yeah, so I'm not the only one like sitting here thinking about shit and like, well, I don't know who would. I don't know anybody that can literally think about nothing. But that's what they like advertise of like, if you're having drifting thoughts, like start counting your breaths, and that will like help you clear your mind and like focus on just like breathing. But like one thing for me is yeah. like having my ears submerged. All I could hear is my heartbeat. Yeah, and it drove me nuts for uh, like twenty minutes or so. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Well, they say that those rooms where like it's no noise yeah that the sound of the blood rushing through your veins will drive you insane within a certain amount of time or something oh really yeah like there's because there's rooms that there's like certain rooms that have like no sound yeah like literally the only sound in there the sounds that are coming from you to the point that you can actually start hearing the blood go through your veins and it'll drive you in fucking sane that's really cool so i'm like that's really cool yeah of course it is it is kind of cool i'm like i think you're using the wrong fucking words, or you mean that differently, but... Uh, yeah, no, it sounds cool. But, uh... Oh, shit, I missed two phone calls. Oh, shit. That's all right. We can cut this out. I just wanted to talk about that. I can hear that. Can you? Yeah. Jeremy just walked off, so I guess I'm just going to sit here and do a podcast by myself. 
That's not weird or anything. It's totally fine. <sighs> what the fuck? Anyway. Um, so, yeah. I also watched uh, Only the Brave today. I don't know if anybody um, has seen this movie yet. But uh, we live in Arizona, so maybe it's closer to home. But uh, I don't know. I pretty much spent like the last 25 minutes of that movie just crying. It was ridiculous. Super emotional. Um, but... Your what? Oh, uh, I was telling your yeah, audience of one. You just called me. I was just calling to let you know. Uh, I am home, so head on over. All right, sounds good, man. All right, bye. I was telling your audience of one about uh, only the brave. Audience of one, I like. Well, it. I don't know how many people listen to this, man. Come on. Yeah. Me neither, but I mean, could but, be could be a lot one day. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll look back and be like, man, Jeremy can't leave the room because John's fucking awful. So I was telling him that for like the last, breaks last like 25 minutes of uh, Only the Brave, I just spent that crying because it was fucking ridiculous. Super sad. Yeah, uh, I don't want to watch that shit. It's, uh, it was pretty rough. I don't want to watch movies about Arizona and people dying. I just don't. Well, I don't think it has to do about I don't care about Arizona. I, I mean, I, I said in here that maybe it was because it was so close to home. That's but what I like, mean. No, it's still sad as fuck. That's what I mean. Super close to home. I mean, I was living in Flagstaff at the time when it happened. I definitely remember mm-hmm. the smoke from the fires. Definitely remember all the shit on sports about it. It was all over the news. It's like... Yeah. Uh, it's a little too soon. It's like a, that Deepwater Horizon movie. Like, if my family members were on that shit, I'd be like... Yeah, didn't they make that like five seconds after that yeah. happened? Yeah, it was like the next well, day. Same thing with Patriots Day. It was like day. the next day they were like, oh, we're making that into a movie. Yeah, same with Patriots Day. Patriots like, yeah. Day was like Boston way Marathon too bombing. Soon. Why do we need a movie about that? It's literally still on the news. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? It's fu- how are you going to write a movie, uh, an end to a movie, when the end of the real story hasn't happened yet? It's like, like super fresh still. It, but, but it makes me realize that there are people watching the news Waiting for these things to happen, and as soon as it happens, they're like, "Let's start the screenplay." Like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, "We'll worry about the rights later." Because remember, Joe told us that one time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was when we were writing uh, Hundred Acres. I was like, "Well, I don't know if we can get the rights to it, and I don't think that it's public domain yet." Yeah, and he was like, "Well, we'll worry about the rights later. You just write it." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah, I'm like it's fucking weird as shit. Yeah. Then nothing happened with that. Well, let's not talk about Joe. That's just one, <laughs> one more reason to have a more an even more pissed off podcast. Yeah, Jesus. Sorry for that one. Yeah, but uh, um, it's funny though. I um, Joe asked me one time if I could write a remake to any one movie. Which one would it be though? I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. My answer is Waxwork. Yeah, you tell me that. I would love. For anyone at home that has not seen this movie, I think you made me watch it. It came out in 1988. And it is just a jewel, as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, it is a horror movie about um, a wax museum that has uh, 18 different displays. And each display needs a soul. So if you cross over the display, you go into that world. And if you die in that world, it captures your soul. And so if 18 of them, 6, 6, and 6, get a... 
Soul. I do remember this. It was it, like the werewolf. Yeah. And, yep. And the werewolf like literally pulls a guy's head in half. Yep. Yep. And yep. they have they got vampires. There's a mummy. And there's that like, fucking plant. <clears throat> they're like watching their friends become all these things. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking that. cool as shit. It was a cool fucking movie. But if you made it nowadays, like you could actually like part of the fun of the movie was the camp. You could keep some of the humor and still make it a fucking terrifying movie. And it has every like every little piece of that movie, like vampires, werewolves, like all this shit, zombies, the Marquis de Sade. I mean, there's like six motherfuckers know about him, but still like all of those elements, like you could make those all terrifying as shit. Yeah. Like even as funny as the movie was, there's a couple parts that like gave me flat out nightmares when I was a kid. I mean, I watched it when I was fucking seven. So yeah, but still I'd remake that movie. It was a sick movie. I remember watching it like, Jesus this is fucked. Yep, it's real fucked up. It would be sick to watch with modern day CGI and shit. No, I okay. Some CGI, fine. I can accept some CGI, but I think but like that, a modern day looking werewolf instead of that like shitty makeup thing that they had. Right, but that's the th- no. But even okay, yes. Like that's what I mean. Like okay, maybe not CGI, but better makeup yes effects. that's the thing like i feel like modern day effects yes part of the problem is that there aren't enough movies that actually keep the old school effects like the yeah. realistic effects like like there is a difference between throwing blood against the wall and having a cgi blood spray like that's why tarantino movies like upset so many people because he has he makes fucking blood go everywhere like because he's he loves old movies and has a respect for like the way effects should be yeah because when you shoot someone in the head blood should go everywhere yes yeah which reminds me i watched this movie um by jt molner um called outlaws and angels the other day um i don't know if it's a movie that i can recommend because it is a very different kind of movie but it was nice it was a uh, it was a western that actually dealt with like the fucked up side of the old west more than it did like the actual bank robberies and all that kind of shit like it wasn't like that kind of western yeah it was more like the uh they dealt with like family drama and shit but are you like, watching westworld I, I haven't watched season two yet i have to wait until ashley's done with this class that she's in because she went back for her masters so um when she finishes this class um then we're gonna watch season two of westworld so don't ruin it. I won't ruin it. It's really fucking good, though. That's what I've heard. It's like setting the standard for modern-day Western shit for me, I feel like. Okay. If it doesn't have AI in it, get the fuck out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's funny. I actually remember watching the original Westworld movie when I was a kid. I told Sam we should watch that sometime. I loved it. But, I mean, also, I was a kid. Like, Logan's Run was, like, the shit. Logan's Run and Westworld. I watched them all the time. So, like, when I first heard about Westworld, I was waiting for that shit for, like, three years before they finally came out with it. Um, and they still didn't disappoint me. It was bomb. Like, why has TV gotten so good and movies gotten so shitty? I have no idea. Mo- like, it's like TV has so much more time. And I feel like they're taking advantage of it now. Like, TV didn't used to be so... Uh, 
like episodic in the sense that it was like a ten hour fucking movie. Do you know what I mean? Right. It used to be. It was it like used small to be little chunk. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, you know, uh, like fucking murder. She wrote different murder every 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 episode that sort of thing. But there wasn't like an overlying story. You know, uh, stuff like uh, Doctor Quinn, Medicine Woman. Like you had certain things that carried on, but like each episode was still very um, formulaic. Same thing with like House, stuff like that. Like all those, all those, uh, like medical dramas and, and cop dramas. They all have like a very formulaic thing they stick to, but they progress the stories like a little bit. But then they came up with like something like, I think it was twenty four. They really started this revolution of. Each episode is just the next chunk of this whole story. Yeah, and it's funny. I went. I went. Twenty four is a twenty four hour movie, basically. Right. And yeah. I started. It's funny. I started watching Twenty Four because I was like, you know, I'm curious. Like all these people. Like when I worked at Blockbuster. Like when the new one, new season would come out. Like it was like fucking crack. People lost their goddamn minds. Like they'd yeah. be like, you don't have disc three, and I'm like, I didn't. I didn't make this shit myself. We just have a certain amount of copies. Like fuck off and wait. Yeah. And people would, like, lose their fucking minds. And I was like, holy shit, like, you need to calm down. I didn't get it. So I started watching it. And I watched, like, seven episodes the first day. And I was like, oh, shit, okay, I kind of get it. That's funny. <laughs> I was like, cool, because, like, it, the way it, it goes about, like, it keeps its pacing for every single episode. Like, yeah. there are no slow episodes. Like, it keeps its pacing going. So that, like, as soon as it ends, you're kind of like, well, shit. I need to know what happens in the next hour of this dude's life. Like, it's fucking weird. Like, it, it, I, the fact that it is so engaging is fascinating to me. But anyway, yeah, like, TV's amazing now. They tell giant stories. That was one of the first TV shows, because I grew up, my parents watched 24, like, when I was actually on TV. Oh, nice. And, uh, and that was one of the first TV shows I remember as a kid being like, this is bullshit. <laughs> Like, this guy does every all this shit in 24 hours? All this. All of it. When does he sleep? Is it, does it, the show a meeting? Well, you know what's funny? You know and what's I funny? ask, like, all these questions as a teenager, like, this is, no, this is fucked up. This isn't, no, mm-mm. The call fu- bullshit right now. I, I actually called bullshit on the first, I wanted to call bullshit on the first episode because the first episode starts at, at midnight. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you guys were just up and around the house like, like, fuck you. I'm out by like nine thirty. Yeah, like, 10. did you just wake up? I'm like, is this a Friday? How no. How much time in 24 hours do you spend sitting on the toilet, Jack Bauer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm Not like, where was the time where you took piss? Like, you didn't pee at all in this 24 hours? You didn't shower either? Not you once. Smelly bastard. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll so buy that been, one. You've been bleeding a lot. That dude's got a lot of shit going on. You've been on. bleeding a lot. Like, though. I get why he didn't shower. But, like, <laughs> still. But, like, but, like, there wasn't, like... A 12-minute gap of silence where that motherfucker had to go take a shit. And what about your kids? You didn't even check on them once. Well, no. He's looking for his kid the whole shitty, fucking time. Shitty parenting. He knows where she is. She's she's kidnapped. So, Come that's on. you know, it's fine there. Not in every season, though, right? Oh, I don't know. I've only ever watched the, like part of the first season. I haven't finished it yet. But um, They don't really get what Lucy, right? Isn't that her name? I, I don't know. It's, uh, it's what's her name from uh, The Girl Next Door? The Girl from the Ranch. Yeah, Alicia Cuthbert. I can't tell you what her fucking name is in the show, though. I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. You're going to look it up? Yeah. Cuthbert? Cuthbert? I don't know how to fucking say it, but... Elizabeth Cuthbert. 
Yeah, the ranch like revived her career. I was reading this article about it. You watch ranch? Um, I've watched the first two parts. Oh, um, but I haven't watched the the rest since then. But no. uh, um, I really liked it because I like. But um, when they fired uh, Danny Masterson, I was like, I don't know. I I, I like the way they play off each other. That's part. Of, he was like he's like my one of my favorite characters. So I'm like, eh. yeah, I'm uh we're watching the season right now that is his last season. Mm-hmm. And the whole time we've just been waiting for him to leave. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, this is going to be sad when he leaves. This is gonna right. Be sad. But now we're on like episode eight. He's still not gone. I was like, they really played this off. Like he was going to be gone the whole season, but they didn't announce it. Like they already filmed all of season five with him. Right. And he's not going to be in season six. Well, I thought there wasn't going to be a season six. I thought the fifth one was the last one. No, there is. They're replacing him with Dax. Are they really? Mm-hmm. I love Dax, but uh, I don't get it. Dax Shepard joins Netflix comedy The Ranch as Danny Masterson exits. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. The Most shows don't survive losing a main character. Yep. Like, look at 70s show where both of them came from. When Eric left and they brought in that floppy-haired fuckhead. Um, shit, what was his fucking name? Wait, what did you say? Say that again? Okay, 70s show. That's the 70s show. Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah. They replaced... Uh, they replaced Eric. Foreman with, like, five different guys over the last... Well, like, it was just mainly the one dude. It was, Well, it was a couple of them, and then they settled on Randy, the blonde Randy, guy. Randy, yes. Mm-hmm. He was the worst. And he was just the... And he's like... Always smiling like a huge douche. Yeah, like, no, he was just a gigantic guy. douche. And he's like dating Donna or whatever. And yeah. you're like, no, fuck this guy. Like the whole fucking time, you're like, I'm not watching this stupid shit. No, he was such a douche. What's funny is uh, the guy that they uh, they killed by throwing off the water tower. <sighs> I thought that was funny as shit because like he oh, clearly yeah. didn't test well with audiences, so they tossed him off. Wasn't the fucking that like water Joseph Gordon Levitt? No, he was in an episode as a uh, he was a gay guy. He was only in one episode. He's not the one who fell off the water tower. No, um, it was uh, a different. Um, he was um, Alicia Cuthbert's fiance in the first episode of The Ranch, or the first season really? of The Ranch. That's him. Yeah, he's the one that fell off fucking water tower and died. Charlie falls off the water tower. Yeah. See. Oh, it is him. It is him. Yep. They threw him off fucking water tower. Oh, my God. That's why he's in the ranch. I never even put that together. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of characters show. from 70s show that are in fucking. I know. When they br- they brought back Red as, like, the rival. Uh, oh, I haven't seen that Guy yet. who lives next to them. See, he's, but. He's the ranch owner that oh, they hate see, that lives awesome. next to them. That makes me happy. But they made Red a huge pothead. Oh, that's even better. Because he has cancer. Oh, nice. So he's just getting high all day. It's like That's it's, fantastic. It's a total switch on like who he was in that 70s show. That's fantastic. Well, the episode where they give him the fucking pot brownies in that 70s show mm-hmm. and he sells fucking Eric's car. Yeah. <laughs> like I I I about I I about died that during that episode. Uh, uh Ashton Kutcher and Danny Masterson go to his like ranch to like talk to him about like buying it and he's like sitting there super stoned eating McDonald's. No. And Danny Masterson's like, hey, can I get one of those Big Macs? And he's like, yeah, you can have all of them. And he, like, hands them to him. And he's like, oh, cool, man, thanks. <laughs> and then, like, the longer they're standing there, he's like, hey, I'll give you $20 for one of those Big Macs. <laughs> and he's like, 
okay, man. <laughs> he gives him a big backpack and takes his money and like sells him his own food bag. <laughs> He's all stoned. It's so fucking funny. All right, I I need to watch that then because it's so stupid because Sam Elliott to me is is red. Who's allowed to cuss? Mm-hmm, he's the best. He's red foreman that's allowed to cuss. Yeah, like the fact that they cuss on on the ranch is is brilliant because yeah. like that's like some of the shit he says. It makes like when he's like, "What the fuck is it, Netflix?" Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> or just the first season when he starts making fun of them for using like conditioner and wearing Uggs and wearing stuff. Uggs. It's so funny. oh my god, like, I was what dying. The fuck are those on your feet? And he's like uh, at the doctor, and he's like, "What the fuck is kale?" But uh, Kitty, not Kitty from that '70s show, is in the ranch too. Is she? He, uh, she plays Ashton Kutcher's uh, girlfriend's mom. No, that girl, the Lisa, whoever. Oh, Alicia Cuthbert's mom. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I was thinking of um, the chick from uh, Rules of Engagement. Yeah, she plays her her mom, so she's in a lot of this last season. And oh, stuff. Okay, because um, do you ever watch Rules of Engagement? Mm-hmm. For the record. That show's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. But uh, the chick that played um, his first girlfriend, the one he, like, knocks up or whatever. Yeah. Um, her mom is in Rules of Engagement. Okay. And she's pretty she's she's pretty funny. Okay. But it has uh, Rules of Engagement has pa- Patrick Warburton, um, who played the tick, and he was Kronk in uh, Emperor's New Groove. Man, you just know way too many people's names, man. Yeah, but you know who Patrick Warburton is. Wait till you bring him up. Hold on a second when I look at it. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. There he is. Yeah. This guy. That guy who's the shit in everything he's in. He, he's Lemony Snicket. That's all you had to say. I didn't know that was all I had to say. Have you not seen that yet? I, I tried events? watching it. Uh, I, oh. I I didn't care. That wasn't part of your childhood, though, huh? Not really. Yeah, like see, I like. I read every book. Oh, see, kid. I've never read any of the books. I like the first. I like the movie that had Jim Carrey. Yeah, I love the movie. I thought the movie was great. Mm, the but then when better. I realized the show was like part of the movie, like the movie was in the show, basically, I was like, I don't care anymore. I already saw well, this. The movie was like a shitty the movie. mashup of like the first four movies, first three books, or first yeah books, mm-hmm. but. The show is following every book, basically. So. Oh, yeah, I don't care. So, so, yeah, since I never read the books, I don't, I yeah, don't have that. See, as a kid, I remember reading them as they came out. Oh, like, oh, okay. shit, the new Lemony Snicket's coming out like this week. Oh, that like, was going to the library and checking it out. I didn't read till I was like 19 or 20. Yeah, you're weird. And yet I wrote a novel. Yeah. Whatever. We're going to have to cut this short. Uh, you said you have to go at 3.30 and my electrician's coming, so I don't even know if we're going to have time for another one. Oh, all right. Fair enough. I'm good with this one. There's been an hour and 15 already. Oh, shit. Yeah. So. Well, bye, fuckers. We could just put this on <laughs> both, though, if we want. Oh, we could. Yeah. We could. The only thing I was going to talk about on the other one, really, was that um, <coughs> I feel like I ha- have gotten into a rut with writing where I have all of these ideas and I have zero follow through. Yeah. I don't make any time for writing anymore. No, it's it's like as soon as I get home, I just want to do other stuff. Me too. And I don't know what that is or how to make it go away because I want to write like that's what I want to do. But I guess, but I feel like part of me, like since was didn't like take off or remotely do good. Yeah. Then I got like upset. And, you know, since the screenplay is like this one, 
didn't even get quarter finalists. I'm like, well, why why should I keep fucking writing? Yeah. You know, but like everybody loves it, like that reads our writing loves it until it's but now I'm like, were they all being nice because they know us? You know, so I don't know. Anyway, point yeah. is, I keep starting these stories that are really good and I don't fucking finish them like music box. Music box is it's really fucking good. terrifying. It's really good. Fucking terrifying. Got to finish it. But I, I I don't know what if I will or when. Yeah. And then I started the new story about the float tank. I don't know if I'll finish that. That one's probably only you, 20 to 40 pages. Still See, probably like, not going to finish As we it. get older, it's just so hard to like allocate free time. And it's like I want to do podcasts. And then like it's like when I do a podcast, it's like that's three hours I could have been writing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or well, like even, I'll play like an hour of video games the night before bed. That's the one. And I'm like, oh, well, fuck, I could have been writing. But it's like, but writing is, is not uh, immediately rewarding. Yeah. In the sense where mm-hmm. I get immediate gratification or gratification, gratification playing a video game. Yeah. You know, like I get that. I get that out right. in, in an hour. Or I'm like, like, oh, fuck yeah, I played. Like when I, I like I've watched, I've watched so many movies since we got the dog because yeah. it's something I could just have on in the background. Like I've been watching so many more movies than I normally watch. Most of them are shitty movies I've seen 20 times. I do not need to keep fucking watching Demolition Man. Right. I just fucking don't. Right. Unless they're going to give me an explanation about how there's no toilet paper in a future where the only restaurant is Taco Bell, then I really don't need to fucking watch that movie again. Right. So, like, so the problem is, but I'm spending all this time doing that shit when I don't, like, I do not need to watch the Mummy trilogy again. I do not need to watch the Taken trilogy again. I do not need to watch... King Arthur again. I know. Like, that's how I feel. I watch a lot of movies like that, too. Or I'll just throw on HBO and watch whatever's on. Yeah. Just. Yeah. yeah I'll, or me and Sam have just been binge watching, like, Friends and shit. It's like, I've fucking seen Friends. Like, like 4,000 <laughs> times. Yeah. yeah like, like it, we, we're watching. We watched Gilmore Girls for, like, the fifth yeah, fucking time uh, through. Yeah. So I'm like. welcome. I'm like, do I, do I really need to, to, to watch this shit over and over again? Right. No. I should be writing. But I just. I can't. Make myself do it, and I don't know what's missing from that. Like I know. I, it used to be a lot easier when we were in college, man, because we had dedicated time and assignments. Yeah. It was like... Right. We had a dedicated time. We lived like 10 seconds away from each other. That made life a lot easier. But yeah. it's not even just that. Is We also had more free time back then, too. It was like, yeah, but how do I have less free time when I'm spending the same amount of time? Like... I don't know, man. Priorities. I don't think it's that it's less. I don't think that it's less free time. Yeah. I think that it's that I no longer want to spend my free time doing that stuff. I want to spend it on like just the most mundane bullshit possible. And I don't know why. I agree. I guess. Yeah. It's just kind of the motivation's gone or the drive or. Yeah. It's like I kind of got that back with doing podcasts and I kind of have that driving in doing these. Like when I schedule on someone, I get super jazzed about it. You know what I mean? I I really enjoy coming here and doing these. These are a lot of fun. I just haven't had time lately. But But, I mean, like that's how I used to feel about writing. I used to sit at work and I'm like, fuck yeah, going to go home and write. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now I don't have that anymore. Yeah. Maybe we just got our souls ripped out by the reality of. Of Maybe. the world of how hard it is to actually be a writer. But I think that's why so many people give up, you know, because they face that same thing and they're like, well, just rather do other things. 
not spend my free time fucking getting rejected. That's a valid point. Maybe you know? maybe we're just falling into the same rut that thousands of others have fallen into. I think we kind of are, yeah. Hmm. The people who succeed don't really give up, you know. Yeah. But everyone goes through the same fucking challenges. I once read that it's it's hard to produce art if you're full. Like you have to remain starving to have to maintain the drive it requires to create art. That's so fair. like if you're not starving, if you're content, if you're happy, it's harder to force yourself to create that art because you don't have those things that are forcing you to make this the life or death option. That's fair. That life motivator is kind of not there. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Well, let's just end this on the depressing note. Yeah, let's let's do that. That's a good <laughs> spot to end. If you made it all the way through, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm going to double post this on Millennial and Millennial in Arizona and Millennial and Marine. Yep. Um, if you want to check it out, check those out on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Play. Um, or hit me up on Twitter at M-I-A-Z podcast. Mine's John Longwaz. John Longwaz. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace out, yo. Peace.